With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Single Terry. He will be our last one for today. And um, get him live. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, thank you for making yourself available, uh, getting these coaches knocked out. One thing about football coaches, we're short to the point, and so it, so we don't have to go all around the mulberry bush. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. So I want to make sure I got your correct title. It's associate head coach? Uh, assistant head coach. Oh, assistant assistant head coach. And I believe uh, Frederick is the associate head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's why I'm saying I want to make sure when I introduce you that we yes, get sir. you right. And what's your other title, coach? Uh, special teams coordinator. There you go, special teams coordinator. That's the one I kept. There we go. <laughs> and uh, No, you're good. And, uh, and uh, defensive ends, coach. There we go. So you got on three hats, too. So I just want to make sure we get we'll address each area on that part. So we ready to do this, Coach? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to go in three, two, one. It's the Radio Guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another special episode of the Mike Prince Show as we're continuing on our journey of getting to know you by way of the Prairie View A&M University football staff. Today, our guest will be Assistant head coach, special teams coordinator, and defensive ends coach, Vance Singletary. How you doing, sir, and welcome to the show. Doing good, Mike. Uh, appreciate you having me on board. Yes, sir. We appreciate you making yourself available. Welcome to the Hill, sir. Uh, explain to us how we got you here to come to the Hill, and we'll continue on from there. You know, uh, just by the grace of God, uh, relationships you know this this whole business is all about not what you know but who you know and uh by the grace of god um, the good lord opened the door uh, for me to you know to stay in touch with coach Dooley over the years and uh, we've established a really good relationship and i'm very uh fortunate to, to get a phone call from him about an opportunity um and it, when it presented itself i said you know what let me pray about it and the good lord uh blessed me to Come on to the hill. Yes. Okay. And prior to the hill, um, we've had a chance to read your bio, but for those who may be Johnny come lately, explain your journey, which led you toward Prairie View. Well, you know, growing up in uh, Houston is is where it all started for me uh, in Sunnyside, uh, Texas. Uh, I went to Worthen High School and had a chance to have a pretty good uh, high school career, uh, career. And uh, uh, from there, I, I, I had a chance to go to college at uh, Bland Junior College up in Brenham, Texas, and uh, spend two seasons there. And then after uh, 
blend. I was blessed to go out to uh, Manhattan, Kansas to attend school. My last two years of my collegiate career was at uh, Kansas State University. And uh, from Kansas State, uh, I had a chance to finish up, and I had a short stint with the NFL. I signed a free agent contract with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Buddy Ryan was the head football coach. And, uh, and that was short-lived, and after that, you know, I had a chance to go and do the Canadian League and all that type of thing, but uh, God stirred me in another path, and, and that was coaching. So uh, I had a chance to move on and coach. Uh, my first coaching job came in uh, Chicago, Illinois. I was at a little small NEIA school, uh, Trinity International University, and I was working for uh, uh, a guy by the name of Leslie Frazier, uh, who's now the defensive coordinator for the uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, was uh, blessed to uh, allow me to come on board uh, to, to to give me my first uh, coaching job. And uh, from there, I've just been really traveling all over the country, you know, uh, uh, coaching football and mentoring young men. And uh, had a chance to bounce around from Trinity to uh, Southern University. That was my first opportunity to coach in the, uh, in the uh, SWAT conference and uh, was blessed to win two uh, conference championships there with uh, Coach Eric Dugal, uh, Coach Dooley, where we first uh, met and worked together. Um, and that was really a blessing. And then from there, you know, I, I was able to fly over the water there out to Honolulu, Hawaii, to coach uh, the University of Hawaii with uh, head football coach uh, June Jones, which, uh, who's, you know, Houston uh, guy as well, was just uh, running the XFL team there. Uh, and then from there, after seven football seasons in Hawaii, you know, I, I came back to the mainland and uh, took a job at the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. And um, that was a good run uh, a couple of years there. And uh, then I moved on out to uh, Buffalo to coach at the University of Buffalo in the MAC conference and uh, won a championship and uh, first ever championship of the uh, institution and then uh, went on to a bowl game. Uh, that was really fun uh, to be a part of something like that. Went up to uh, Canada to uh, play in the Toronto Bowl, I believe it, it was. And then from there, uh, I left there after really a single season and uh, went to the National Football League. Uh, the coach with my uncle, uh, Mike Singletary, when he was named the head football coach. And uh, that was really a lot of fun. And it was kind of a, a blessing in disguise that I done many internships throughout the National Football League, maybe six or seven, and I uh, didn't know when that opportunity would uh, present itself to, to have a chance to coach uh, in the NFL. In the, uh, NFL. And uh, after uh, my run there, uh, I went to the University of Kansas uh, to work with uh, my old boss uh, from the University of Buffalo, uh, Turner Gill. Um, and uh, after a short stint at the University of Kansas, I uh, moved over to, uh, to follow him to uh, Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. And I, and I thought, well, this is interesting. You know, God just kind of moving us all over the place. But uh, it's been a great experience, great exposure, uh, you know, to be able to work with so many different people and uh, so many different kids uh, from all different backgrounds. And uh, probably last when I leave, you know, leaving uh, Liberty, I got a chance to uh, uh, leave there after my head coach retired. 
I went out to join this new league, uh, the AAF, American Alliance, uh, the Memphis Express in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, after that folded uh, back in April of last year, uh, I got a phone call uh, to go to uh, Tennessee State to uh, work with a guy there, uh, Rod Reed. And uh, that was a nice run as well. And lo and behold, I'm, I'm, I'm back here to the Hill, Prairie View, Texas, uh, my home state. Uh, uh, and, and I think more and when I look at it, at the end of the day, I thought, I said, you know what, my wife, it, it was all really for me, it was all about my wife. I wanted to have an opportunity to get her back close to home. And uh, she's made every move with me without, you know, saying no, I don't know. Uh, it was kind of a thank you to her, uh, more importantly, uh, just kind of pressing forward. But it, it's been a great run. It's been a great ride, and I've still got a lot of football ahead of me. Very excited about uh, what God has in store, and uh, especially working for a head guy like uh, Eric Dooley and the entire coaching staff. And it seems like we've got a great support staff. We've got uh, the administration, and very excited about where, where, where this thing's going to go. Now, when you hear your travel, people are like, man, this guy's in a whole lot of places. But when you're in this business, you have to be willing to go because you never know where that next opportunity will come from. And just from, from that standpoint alone, what advice would you give a young coach right now? You know, I, I think do the best job at where you're at. You know, I, I was I was at one point I was a very young coach when I first got into business, you know, and a lot of times it, it's about the next job and it's really not. You know, if I could stay at one job four or five or six, seven years, I would. You know, there's value into that, you know, because you're you're working at your craft. So how do I continue to be the best at my craft? You know, whether that's studying film or that's going out and doing professional development, uh, those are all the things that I did, you know, because I continue to surround myself. I just didn't want to be just an average guy. I just didn't want to be just getting through the day. And a lot of that, that sacrifice sometimes means, you know, uh, cutting vacations, uh, you know, staying back in the office sometime a little later, then you would you you would really want to, um, you know, leaving my family in the summer, and and going to and I remember being in Hawaii. I mean, I probably left the islands two or three times, and I didn't really want to do that, but I knew at some point, I just wanted to make sure I I understood this game, and I, and I had to go whether it was spending my own money. And, and, and to stay in a hotel and, and spend time with those coaches that wanted to spend time with me. You know, um, so those are the things, if, if I had to uh, press anything or say something to an up-and-coming guy or guy just, because I get that axe a lot. Man, Coach, you've been here, you've done this, you've done, but it, it's really a lot of sacrifice that comes along with that. You know, doing the extra, doing the little, doing the things that uh, most people wouldn't do or say, I'm not going to do it, you know. Um, so that, that would be my, my, my message uh, to a young, young coach, up-and-coming guy. 
We're speaking right now with Vance Singletary, the newest addition of the Prairie View Anum University coaching staff as a special teams coordinator, assistant coach, and a defensive end coach. Now, you said your craft just a moment ago, Coach. What would you say your craft is and why? My my craft would be it, – it's, it's really all about uh, relationships. You know, it's work, working at uh, knowing uh, how can I get this guy to get in a position, get him to put his hands here, get him to put his eyes over here, get him to step with this foot. Uh, if there was little things, how do I get him to do that? I might know all of those things from a craft perspective, but how do you get these guys, these young men or older men to do this? Or the guys have been, you know, doing it for some time. Well, you get them to do it by relationship. If if, if they don't trust you, they're not going to do any of the craft. I'm not trying to put the cart the cart before the horse here, but to me, all the places I've been, it's, it's really been about relationship. Because to me, when it comes right down to it, uh, Mike, coaching is parenting. I really believe that's that's lost. Coaching is parenting, and, and and those kids really want to know how can this this coach help me. It's no different in the classroom, and some teachers in the classroom they're not willing to go the extra mile, you know. And I want to go the extra mile with them. If they want to do the extra, I want to do the extra with you, whether that's before practice, whether that's after practice. And and I've learned that from being around a lot of really good good men that uh, that, that 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 they're about relationships, you know. And, and I felt that I said, but if I can get them to just just trust me on this, and I'm like, wow, you know what? That that that's it. That that's really it. Because they're talented now, but how do you get them to hone in with their craft and trust what you're teaching them? I know the long way it does. You know, it's ironic that you say that. We're in an era, and it's in, a, it's in uh, as Star Trek, you say, a place where man has not been before, uh, not only with the virus thing, but even with dealing with such talented, much faster, bigger athletes today. But you said something to me that just jumped off the page, and that was coaching is about parenting. And it's to the point now where the parents of the students don't want anyone else to aid them in their parenting, which causes that friction between coach and player today. Do you think that sounds far off? No, you you you, you might be starting a book there. I I, I, I you're 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 so absolutely right. Yeah, and 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 for me, you know, one of the things I know sometimes. Coaches really don't want anything to do with the parents. I welcome the parents, me. I really do. Because I, I, I want to know how do I get this guy. So it just seems like he's, he's just kind of, you know, uncomfortable with some things. And, and for most, most of the time what I've done, I've reached out to mom and dad because I really want to save the kid. I don't want to see you dismissed. I don't want to see you sitting on the sidelines. You know, I'm, I'm going to reach out to coaches. I don't care if they're middle school. 
you know, because somebody knows how to reel this young man in. But that takes time. And some coaches in this business, I've noticed, they're not willing to go the extra mile. You know, I keep hearing that word, man, they don't pay me enough. I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this. I don't care. You can't let what they're paying you separate you from doing your job. If that's the case, you need to go find other work. This young man needs somebody to teach him, hold him, and, and love him and, and challenge him. And sometimes that comes in a soft shield or a hard shield, depending on the, the moment, depending on the situation. But when that kid knows that you're invested in them emotionally, you're invested in them on and off the field, it goes a long way. It it it, it goes a long way. You can't you can't just call him during the season. You gotta call him during Thanksgiving. You gotta call him during Christmas. Yeah, yes, sir. You and you gotta call him when he think ain't nobody else even thinking about him. You gotta you, you gotta keep calling him. You gotta keep trying to connect with him. You gotta keep inundating yourself to him. You, you just have to. If you're not doing that, you ain't coaching. You ain't teaching. You ain't mentoring. You're not. And and, and I don't think there's a place I've, I've been where the guy say, "Coach, wow," because they're at my house. My 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 players are my surrogate sons. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. I, I I I just want mom and dad to know that uh, hello. I, I, I'm gonna give you my best. Yes. When I go in that living room. I just want them to know they got all the me. Sir. I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul. Yes, sir. And I can feel you on that one, Coach. Absolute best. I can feel you on that one, Coach. I can definitely feel you on that one. We're talking right now with Van Singletary, new addition for the Prairie View and University Panthers, coming in uh, as a special teams coordinator. And we know, we hear it all the time in theory that there are three phases to the ball team. Football uh, side is going to have offense, defense, and special teams. Really and truly, in my opinion, outside looking in, and I'm going to say on majority of the levels of football, special teams is probably the most neglected but most needed position, or should I say unit, on the squad. What's your approach to special teams? I know you're the coordinator, and it's going to be more unique than other uh, coaches would take a look at it, but what's your approach to special teams? You know, special teams is that uh, that part of the uh, the franchise to to go out and set the tempo for, for the offense and the defense. You know, we're going to start the game by playing five. You know, we want to play with our hair on fire. You know, we want to play with a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. We want to fly around with great energy. 
you know, we've set the tempo, you know, whether it's at practice or it's on game day. And, you know, I just need 11 guys that's playing together. 11 guys that love each other. That's really it. And, and, and when, you, when you think about uh, special teams, you know, you want to eliminate all the penalties. We do want to make sure whether it's, uh, you're in the first unit, the second unit, you know, when the first guy goes down, whatever it might be, he's fatigued or it's an injury, when we plug that second guy in, there's no fall off. There's no excuse. And for the guys that, that, that can't get it done, you know what, let's, let's, let's find another person that's going to go out there and be consistent, and they're going to do, do it right every time. That's, that's what special teams is. You know, yes, you got to love special teams. You're, you're a special force, a yes, special sir. force to be reckoned with. You know, you're playing with reckless abandon, and uh, that, that's what gets me excited about special teams. Now, Coach, I know sometimes – uh, you like to reserve your quote-unquote starters to try to give them breaks in between. But is it some cases that the kid might not be as fast nor even as strong, but he's got the heart of a soldier? He's got a can't-quit mentality. Is there a spot on your special team unit for a player like that? Oh, always. Always. There's. That, that, I mean, special teams, I mean, you're just trying to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think you're trying to say, well, you know, I, I think when you look at special teams, and, and I think this is all over, you know, you, you've seen a lot of guys that are the starters. Well, it could be a starting receiver. It could be a starting uh, running back. It could be a, a starting corner. I mean, you're just trying to really get your best 11 guy. I mean, you don't have to be a 4-3 guy. You don't have to be – you know, the best player on your football team uh, to be on special teams. You know, hopefully you can get a guy that really enjoy uh, running down the field uh, and, and just, you know, trying to help his football team uh, be the very best that they can be. So it don't, you know, you're not trying to discriminate that, you know, he's not uh, Superman or he, he can't uh, do this or he can't do that and he's not real strong and, no, this is your opportunity. You may not have an opportunity to get on the field with the offensive unit. You may not even have an opportunity to get out there when the defense is out there. You may not even be in the two deep. But you're a guy. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. And who knows? You go out there and do a great job for the team, and that might open the door somewhere else for you uh, in the, one of the other uh, categories, whether it's uh, playing linebacker, running back, receiver. You just, you just never know. And, and, and most kids, you try to stress to them, too, it's another way to get looked at if you have any goals of maybe moving on to the next level. If you can yes, go down there and wreck havoc and, and all of that type of stuff, that might be your meal ticket to be a million-dollar man playing in the National Football League or playing over in Europe or wherever it might be. You know, the, the, those professional coaches are always looking guys, looking at guys on, on those uh, special teams because there are difference makers. Coach, if I could ever go back, as Tyrone Davis said, through the hands of time, I would have went and become either a kicker or a long snapper. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, man, because uh, you have guys 
we you know we call him Mr. Synonymous and uh, or Mr. Anonymous when uh, they're in the NFL. Long snappers, longevity, twenty years in the league, and people don't even know who they are. But because that ability to snap that ball uh, under two seconds back to to the holder, he keeps a long, steady paycheck in the NFL, and that's not a bad payday, Coach. You know, it's a great payday. Uh, I, I think it goes, it flies under the radar. And, and I try to share that, you know, wherever I've gone, you know, being a former NFL coach, I say, man, I'm just trying to tell you, man, that that's, there's so much money and longevity into being a uh, snapper. If you can snap the football. And they looked at me and they laughed. Said, no way, coach. I said, well, okay. And whenever I saw, you know, scouts would come and, you know, be at our practice, and you know, I would get them to talk to our kids and, and just tell them, I said, guys, you should just look around those 32 teams in the NFL and just look where some of those guys are from. Most of those guys didn't even play in college. But the one thing they could do, they can kick and they can punt and they can snap that football. And they, they have pretty long careers, you know. Uh, you, you need to start working at that stuff. I wouldn't go to sleep there, so that that's certainly another way you can get in there and be in there for a very long time, making a pretty good paycheck. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, uh, Coach, with you being special team coordinators, and I'm going to assume that's why I'm going to ask this question: Would you be directly involved with the kicking game for Prairie View, like as the kickers yes. go? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, that's something that Coach Dooley and I sit down and continue to talk to personnel and all those type of things, everything from uh, punt team, punt return, kickoff, kickoff a team, uh, and, and, and last but not least, uh, field goal and field goal block. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, we know we have what we call the rugby-style kickers. Uh, do you have a preference of a type of kicker you would want, or you just want somebody that can be consistent, regardless of their style? I, I think just – Someone uh, who's consistent, someone's going to follow the instructions, somebody's going to go out and execute at a very high level, uh, doing what we, you know, we've, we've asked them to do from all the, the film study and the practice reps and, and, and get out there on game day and let's, let's go win it. Okay. Uh, that's what we're looking for. And, 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 you know, we're open to the rugby style because I, I think everybody does a little bit of everything. And, and it's all game plan. You, you just want to know who they are and what they do best and, you know, how we can, uh, you know, out-scheme them at the, at the end of the day. Well, Coach, I got a question that I've been scratching my head on. And since you're a special team coordinator, maybe you can answer this for me. What happened to the barefoot kicker? Where has he gone? No, that that's <laughs> – that is, that is so old school. Uh, <laughs> did that, I tell that, my Did I tell on myself, Coach? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> told <the> age there. <laughs> Man, you know that that uh, you know when I was at the University of Hawaii, we had a, a kid who did that, and that was probably the last time I I seen that, and that was back in the early uh, shoot uh, maybe two thousand uh, nineteen ninety nine somewhere in there, but. From from uh, Europe, 
and uh, he was on our football team, did a really good job. Matter of fact, he, he got a chance to kick in the NFL with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And uh, you, you just don't see that uh, anymore. And uh, to go out there and kick a, a football barefooted like that, I mean, man, he, he's got to be a, uh, a tough – Something, something different to him now, I tell you that. Not that he's been outlawed or anything like that, but to go out there and thump that football with your bare foot, that's that's uh, that's a little different now. That takes some work and some uh, toughness and all of those type of things. It, it really does. But I, I wondered, you know, it just like they just fell off the planet. It, it was, you know, every other kicker used to be barefoot, and I, I wonder what happened. And, you know, then they had the special shoes, and so but now it's back to whatever is whatever now. And I just wondered, and I figured since I had you, I could ask you that question. How about the guy that uh, who, kicked, who kicked that long field goal and uh, with a half a foot? You remember that? Uh, uh, Tom Dempsey. The... Tom yeah. Dempsey. Yeah. New Orleans Saints, 63 yards. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Since we were into the barefooted, I said, well, let me go with the guy with the half a foot that uh, that kicked it out of the house. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'll be doggone. Well, Coach, it has been a breath of fresh air to uh, get a chance to uh, dialogue with you, and uh, we got to promise that this won't be our last time that we get a chance to do this. Uh, we look forward to everything, quote, unquote, coming back to normal. And as customary here on the Mike Prince Show, we want to give you some closing thoughts and comments, and the floor is now yours, sir. Well, you know, like, like I, I'm uh, very grateful. I appreciate you having me on board, and um, I'm, I'm very excited uh, what God is doing uh, in my life. And uh, there at uh, the uh, Prairie View A&M University, and, uh, and, uh, and I think all the people that I'm going to be uh, – working hand-in-hand hand with, uh, first and foremost, my head football coach and, and our defensive coordinator, uh, um, the uh, athletic director. and um, I, I just think there's a bunch of terrific people that I'm excited to, to continue to meet and uh, can't wait to get out with the fans and uh, opening day. and uh, should be just a great year. Um, and uh, just praying for uh, – you know, our, 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 the entire world right now with all of the coronavirus and, and you know, and, and just today in general, you know, uh, uh, it's Resurrection uh, Sunday and so grateful uh, for uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and, and just to be home with my family. Um, so I, I thank you and looking forward to uh, many more, uh, you know, interviews with you about, you know, our players and, our season and all those good things, recruiting or whatever it might be. But thank you so much for uh, allowing me to share with uh, your listeners. Well, Coach, we thank you for making yourself available. And as I've extended to uh, all the coaching staff, we have an open-door policy here with uh, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I'm class of 93 from Prairie View. So I'm going to always be pulling for you guys, rain, sleet, snow, or shine, and just know that you got a, a place with hit with us at any time. He is Coach Vance Singletary of the Prairie View a University Panthers. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Don't forget our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at the Mike Prince Show. 
the YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network, and our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. And thank you very much, Coach. I really appreciate that. I mean, that was awesome, sir. Absolutely. Was that okay for you? Did that hit home? Or that, oh, that it, it, it hit more than home. It hit, as they say, it hit home and abroad, sir. And um, it's going to be greatly received, and we appreciate you very, very much for that. And whatever well, we can do you. on this end, whatever we can do on this end, don't hesitate to hit me up, man. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, I, I hope a lot of my family, you know, uh, we've got a lot of family throughout and a lot of you know, graduates of Prairie View and uh, just, again, and I can't say enough about uh, the institution yourself. So it, yes, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to be home. Yes, yes sir. sir. We're, we're, we're excited to have you back on the hill, sir. And uh, God bless you and you enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? You too now. Take All care right. and God bless. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.